Yo, yo! Me and Wesley Snips going to a teenage house party. We're not invited, but we don't care. Snips is that weird guy that always hung around and could be convinced into drinking bong water. He's a freak show. He's an absolute freak. There was always that one guy, though, right? He was older. Um, don't get me wrong. I'm just calling it how I see it. He was often foreign, sometimes French, um, sometimes Spanish, uh, sometimes Italian, sometimes Portuguese. Um, but he he <laughs> he always claimed to know what he was doing. He would have some sort of um, some sort of solid, probably some sort of soap bar on him and he would claim that he'd be a hippie type character long hair maybe dreadlocks white um unkempt bit bit grubby blackened nails and would claim that drinking the bong water would would get you some sort of special type of high that it was perhaps a mystical thing um he'd have strong opinions on whatever music was playing possibly an acoustic guitar he was always there, though. <laughs> Different incarnations of him. He never... I don't know who his friend he was. He was no friend of mine. But he was there, drinking bong water, being creepy uh, with the younger girls. He could have been ten years older than everyone else at the party. I don't know. People would look up to him, though, because he had drugs on him. And that was all. that's all it takes to look cool uh, to, to, younger, to, to younger people. That mic's on. Let's uh, get rid of that one. That's a bit better. Yep, thank you. Sure, sure. No problem there. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, Snips is now that guy. I'm sorry to say. The um, See, look at the outfit. And there's more outfit coming soon. Tomorrow, I believe, uh, Snips is getting... He's getting his weave done. He's getting dreadlocks. Uh, Squiff has been on the case. And it's going to be terrifying. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be, it's going to be emotional. But you know, we're going to noisily on Friday, and there's a big Psytrance constituent, so we're going to have to blend in. Snips is going to be there at the side of the decks, egging me on, um, willing me to double drop the nine over anything and everything. By God, I will. If my name is not William E. Rankin. The E stands for erotic. Then. My cock's a kipper, quite frankly. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Tuesday morning. What kind of coffee and memes? Steady job, a couple extra potatoes. That's all I want. You're getting on, you're pushing 30, Sluggy. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Well, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy. And that's funny and it's, it's, it's kind of cool and it's interesting and it's edgy. And, all of that, it, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you, and if you don't play that out, you actually fail. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Tuesday, welcome to Threshold.fm, welcome to Coffee and Memes, welcome to Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. Squiff, I thought you were in today, you're not. Obviously, as you're not sat in the chair opposite me, but you are in the chat. So there, there, there are the, the the sort of red flags, really, the the warning signs that you're not not here, not on the show. <laughs> um, 
yes, welcome everybody to uh, another day uh, charting my descent into true insanity. I've got an idea, yeah. I've been watching Love Island and Hayley, my girlfriend, thinks this is a dreadful idea. I don't think she fully understands it. So I'll see whether or not anyone <laughs> anyone else thinks this is a good idea. If you've been watching Love Island, it will make some sense. If not, less sense. But I'm not going to say that it's going to make total sense to anyone. All I'm saying is that imagine this concept for a TV program, yeah? It's Love Island. Everything is the same, except... It's only the one contestant, Molly May, in there. She's the only contestant. And other than that, everything is the exact same. But it's basically just her in there alone for 12 weeks. And people tune in to watch her go slowly insane. I think it would be good. I think it would be good viewing. Like, everything else is the same. You know, they do the recoupling. She goes on dates and stuff. But she's just by herself the whole time. And, you know, she sleeps in the bed. You know, gets woken up by the lights in the morning. You know, Craig David comes to DJ. Whatever. Everything's the same. You know, she gets dressed up in the evenings. You know, gets her hair done, wears all the ASOS clothes. You know, they have the adverts in between, you know, with the plus-size girls romping around and all of that good stuff. But there's no other contestants in there other than Molly May, and she's just in there. Just she does the challenges, you know, where they have to snog each other and stuff. But she's the only one there. And, yeah, basically over 12 weeks, it just plots the course of um, one young woman's insanity. Just gradually losing it. Like, becoming, like, who's that guy? Uh, there's a film where Leonardo DiCaprio plays him. And he, like, invents aeroplanes and stuff. And he goes very mad. And he ends up in a room just on his own with bottles of his own piss everywhere with his feet in Kleenex boxes. And, it, uh, you know, he's got really big, long fingernails. I can't remember what he's called. Yeah, he was he was a character. Anyway, kind of like that, but just with Molly May. I think it would be nice. I think it would be good. You could still just call it Love Island. I don't think you'd have to change anything. I mean, you could have all the same sort of nomenclature. It is what it is. You know, um, what else do they say? Crack on. Yeah. Where's your head at? could your head be turned you know she does the talk to camera thing, but anyway it's just her yeah or maybe it's not a great idea i don't know i don't know just let me know if, if itv are listening and they want to get in touch and i can further expand on the idea but it really is it's a simple idea okay it's just love island everything's exactly the same except it's only molly may in there all right that's my idea take it or leave it okay guys again Yesterday, I'm coming up with the idea for getting rid of unkillable cockroaches just for free, gratis. Put your scientists, put your wallet away. That one was on me. Today, I'm pitching to ITV for a new version of Love Island. Again, put your wallet away. This is all like, all right, I'm being told to stop chatting shite. Why? This is the entire show. If you, Jenny, you've listened to this show before. Yeah. You're kind enough to support on Patreon. You, you, you know what to expect. Yeah. God almighty, I mean, what more What more can I say? Where's the ch- new tunes? Anyway, look, what have we got? All I'm saying is that it's the same as Love Island, right? But it's only Molly May in there. Yeah, think about it. Um, DJ Rap. Yeah, got a new DJ Rap tune. Dark Places, it's called. Fucking hell. I don't need, do I need to draw a picture? Yeah, do I need a diagram? Do I need to put stuff up on the wall? Yeah, it's the same as Love Island, except there's only one contestant and it's Molly May. All right, 
and she has to do the bit at the end. People are saying it's a terrible idea. Fucking hell. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, Joe, sorry, Joe, <laughs> Joe, Fernley Joe has reminded me of a an episode of Ranking Radio where we plotted the ideas, uh, an idea of all the ho- all the contestants that were on Love Island in, in a slightly wonky version of Love Island where there's more than one contestant. Um, but basically, it gave all the information about all the contestants and it stipulated which one of them uh, did and which one of them didn't eat ass, which I think I would like to know. I don't know whether or not anyone has been watching Love Island and would have any ideas about which of the current contestants would or would not eat ass. But again, let me know in the chat. And just, again, ITV, get in touch if this is something you want to incorporate into the show. Maybe. Maybe they could have there could be a wristband system. Yeah, they got a red wristband. They eat ass. Green wristband, no ass. I just it's an option, isn't it? It's an option. Um, Tenchu called uh, Lenny Carlson. A track called Lenny Carlson. <laughs> Lovely name for a track. Look, I I, can, I don't want to labour the point. Yeah, it's Love Island, but there's only one contestant, and it's Molly May. Everything else is the same. Okay, right. New Eni, Ni, Any, New Any, Any, Any fucking track. Yeah, it's called Widowed. It's a good bit. Pish Posh. Back. Pish Posh of Corrupt Cops, Evil Intent, Remix, Fame. It's Pish Posh. Just one of, one or more of Evil Intent. I don't know. Someone tell me. I don't know. Fernie reckons Curtis. Yeah, Curtis definitely eats us. Curtis. Yeah, Curtis, like, I know he sort of stitched this. He didn't really stitch her up. I don't know. I just think he was sort of going along with it as being nice and stuff. And then he's realized, oh, fucking hell, she's a bit mad. Anyway, he definitely eats ass. I don't think anyone, I don't think anyone would disagree with that. But I think he's a, I think he'd be a selfless lover. I think he'd really give himself to you. You know, he's a dancer. He's a romancer. He's a sexer, but I think he's a, I think he's a considerate sexer. Like, he would make sure that all your needs were taken care of first before he busted in your eye or in your ass. Before he busted a cap in your ass. And by cap, I mean a, um, a juice deposit. Um, right, what's going on here? Uh, Lily saying, this is the quality content my hard-earned dollars are meant to support. Exactly. Thank you, Lily. Someone knows what's what. Yeah, someone understands. Um... <laughs> Uh, Chode's saying Jeremy Carr's better than Love Island. Okay, well, Chode's a psychopath. That's fine. We knew this. Um, anyway, The Watchers, Pish Posh. That's a track that I've got here. It's one of those days, isn't it? Um, uh, Giganti, track called Miss Foxy. Don't know whether or not this Miss Foxy character eats ass. Uh, I don't think as many girls eat ass as guys eat ass. All I'm saying is that it, that shouldn't be a... I don't think it should be a gender-specific thing. You know, guys need need the ass eaten as well. That's all I'm, I'm saying. You know, I'm just... Okay, look, should we just have... Look, fucking hell, man. Like, it's not hard to understand, yeah? It's the same as Love Island, but there's only one contestant, and it's Molly May, and she loses her mind over <laughs> over 12 weeks. And then at the end, she, gets to, she has to do the thing where they decide whether you're going to try and keep the money or split the money. She's going to lose either way. No, she should say, oh, fucking hell. Right, where's the play this DJ rap bit? It's called Dark Places by DJ Rap. Oh, 
yeah, Joe making a good point there. Who, but who would eat her ass if she was alone? She'd have to eat her own. No, Lee, you're wrong. I don't have a hard-on for Molly May. She's one of my least favourite characters. She's of very little value. What's it, uh, Jimmy Fury or whatever he's called. Tommy Fury, he's my favourite. God bless him. Guys, you're overthinking this. It's not about Molly May as an individual. <laughs> it's about the sort of vaudeville theatre of, of watching one woman's descent into oblivion. You know, it's it's more meta than that. Okay, it's not about the individual. It's not about Molly May, right? <laughs> right, Mr. Fun Socks has just has just arrived and has missed probably some of the finest. Uh, opening 15 minutes of uh, <laughs> copy of memes ignore what the build said that you've missed nothing of, of worth of value <laughs> this is a great record I've, I've, we're detracting from the this is a good tune Jesus, Squiff, if you'd been here like I thought you were going to, none of this would have happened. Fun socks. Don't listen to Lee either. Lee doesn't know what he's talking about. I think Lee is drunk. He's a morning drinker. It's not his fault. He's just in rough circumstances. But don't listen to him. Okay. Don't he? Uh, do not let his forked tongue of venom penetrate your mind. Okay. Or your ass. 
just don't, you know, honestly, I'm telling you, you're probably going to want to pause this now and go back. I think you can skip back, you know, on the YouTube and, um, you know, just really take in the full 15 minutes of just incredible coffee and memes value that has been the beginning of this show. I just, you know, I'm just saying. Dark Places, DJ Rap. Perfectly reasonable outro. Absolutely fine. Just fading it out. All good. No problems there. Just keeping it simple. Getting it done. Just class act. DJ Rap. Good stuff. Okay. News. Why can't fucking bring up communism now? There's no need for it. Jesus. Um... If you watch, Matic says, if you watch Love Island, it means that you had ass for breakfast. Yeah, seems reasonable. Um, okay, anyway, billionaire sex offender's phone book contained email addresses and 21 phone numbers for Bill Clinton. Wow, okay, that's a hell of a way to start the news, isn't it? Uh, let's get him up. This is um, Jeffrey Epstein. I don't know if he is related to Joel Epstein, the... Uh, mega church preacher uh, chap. That is, am I right with that? It is Joel Joel Epstein, isn't it? Joel Epstein. Yeah, he's a wacky dude. Um, no, that's not him. Okay, Joe Epstein. Who is the? No. <laughs> okay, uh, guys, help me out, please. Who is the mega church preacher chappy? Is it something... Uh, 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 God, anyway, look, this is um concern. Anyway, what, you got 21 phone numbers for Bill Clinton. How many burner phones has Bill Clinton got? Is he selling weed or something? What's the situation there? Bill, brother, you, you freaking pervert. Why you got so many burner phones? What's the deal? Maybe he's just like, just when, when he gets angry with Hillary... He slings his phone in the river or whatever. Just like, oh, God, the goddamn, goddamn, it's her again. Slings, that's a terrible Bill Clinton impression. Uh, slings his phone in the river. Understandably, Christ, if you've got fucking Hillary blowing up your phone, nightmare. Anyway, so he obviously goes through them like bloody sweets. Um, what? Okay, now that Prince Andrew has found himself ensnared in a sleazy sex slave story of wealthy degenerate Jeffrey Epstein, Bill Clinton can't be too far behind. Prince Andrew? What is going on here? I've not heard of this. Prince, uh... Oh, dear. Oh, this is in 2015. Prince Andrew and Alan Dershowitz are mentioned in suit allegating sex with minor. I don't know about this. Anyway, this is... Oh, what? Hold on. Why is this suddenly... This is from 2015 as well. Why was this on the front page of The Smoking Gun today? What is going on? Right, forget this. We're moving on. Man who climbed the shard says he wasn't scared during the experience. What are you climbing the shard for, buddy? What's going on? Why are you up there? You got your kit off, I see. Are you doing it for lols? Are you doing it for social media likes? Are you doing it to increase your engagement? Claire Reid of the Lad Bible reports, the man who climbed the shard in London earlier today says he wasn't scared when he pulled off the terrifying stunt. 19-year-old George King, who describes himself as a stuntman and urban climber, okay, I hate him, um, shared a video of himself scaling the building to his Instagram account, okay, he is doing it for engagement, 
where he wrote that he wanted to climb to climb it since he was 13. Earlier today, shocked onlookers. Watch, he's not with Fathers for Justice, is he? Wouldn't surprise me. Earlier today, shocked onlookers watched George pulling himself up the uh, 310-metre-tall building in the capital with no ropes, harnesses or safety equipment. What's he holding on to? Speaking to the lad Bible, George said, I didn't feel scared in the leak. An hour before, I've seen a nurse in that lake, but as soon as I was walking into the shot, that leak, I thought I was going to be all in my fear and that subsiding. That was just pure focus, are we? Purest form of focus. You can probably add, like, in that fucking floor state in that lake, you know. When you just, like, climbing in an enormous shot, like it's climbing in this huge boner and that, like, all the way to the hell. And then you're firing off into the ether like a uh, uh, big clump of fucking jizz into space, man. Revealing what inspired him to tackle the shard, uh, he said, I see it as an expression of my passion and a statement against conformity. All right, mate. Uh, I'm trying to encourage people to be passionate, to be unique and follow their dreams. You're going to get someone killed, pal. You are going to get some kid is going to be like, brilliant, I'm going to climb the gherkin. You're going to get... 20 feet up, fall off, hit the head, die. And it'll be your fault, George. Climby George, the urban climber. I'm the urban climber, baby. Um, in preparation for the climb, George said he moved to London, okay, for eight months so he could be near the Shard to carry out intelligence to get to know the building in and out. Why was he not busted by the cops? Surely that's the sort of thing they should be watching out for. He could be a terrorist. He could be, you know, he could be climbing to the top of that with the intentions of breaking in there and eating someone's ass. Could happen. It was a mix between intense physical training and actually going to the Shard and gathering intelligence. He said, learning about security, the sensors, the cameras, measuring things with my arms, going up the Shard, taking photos, just gathering as much information as I could. That took months. It's really interesting climbing up the Shard. It's like a vertical city. I saw the offices, but as soon as I got just before the viewing deck, there was someone who hadn't seen me who hadn't seen me coming, and when he saw me, he was just shocked. He was like, what the frick? And then whipped out his phone. I gave him a nod, and then just carried on. Classic. Not everyone is as happy uh, about his hobby as George. Um, understandably, his folks have their reservations. My mum and dad don't encourage it, but they support it in a healthy way, he added, by asking me politely to stop, I, I guess. They know it's going to happen. They know I'm going to do this sort of stuff. There's no point in trying to stop me. Definitely is not coming around mine for Lent. Uh, in total, it took around 45 minutes to get to the top, where police were keen to have a word with George. Yep. Arrest him. Sling him in the clink. 20 years. Posting on Twitter, the Metropolitan Police said, Police were called at 05.15 hours on Monday, the 8th of July, following reports of a free climber on the Shard. Emergency services attended, and the man went inside the building where he was spoken to by officers. He was not arrested. Okay. Of course, it goes without saying, uh, please do not give this a go yourself. Thanks for the advice, Claire Reid. I'd considered it, but now you say not to. I mean, I'll reconsider. I'm impressed that he wasn't arrested. I mean, well, what is the crime? Is it trespass? I mean, that's it's not criminal law. It's civil law. I Look, I don't know. I don't know, guys. I'm sorry. I don't have all the answers. I think I blew my load on that whole Love Island idea. And I guess the rest of the show is just going to be downhill from here. So maybe you want to maybe you want to 
go and listen to Rinse FM or something. Maybe they're playing some SoundCloud rap. Maybe it's just an endless 808 kick drum with auto-tuned vocal singing about Tide Pods. Maybe it is. I don't know. Maybe it's Stormzy reciting haikus for 37 hours in a row. I don't know. Never listened to it. But maybe you want to go and listen to that. Because honestly, from now, for the next 35 minutes of the show, it is going to be garbage. So I that. Apart from the music, the music will be fine. So there will be brief interludes, roughly four minutes or so, of, of, of perfectly reasonable, listen, listenable content. But other than that... Telling you guys, it is downhill from here. Woman suffers heart attack at Europe's biggest sex festival. No, we do not want to be part of your sex festival. Um, Rebecca Shepherd reports a woman said to be taking part in Europe's biggest sex festival in Worcestershire is believed to have suffered a heart attack. According to the Mail Online, the 52-year-old uh, had to be rushed to hospital after she started gasping for breath at the Swingfields Festival. Well, I mean the. Puns come thick and heavy with that, don't they? The three-day event is being held at a field near Malvern in Worcestershire, UK, and promises to deliver a fun and entertaining event for all. Hmm, it's worryingly vague. But it seems not everything went as promised, because paramedics had to remove the anonymous woman from the festival on Friday evening. An insider told The Sun, the swinger had a heart attack when the medics were on site. She was given emergency treatment. It gave the 700 swingers present a bit of a shock. But it didn't take too long for the fun and games to resume. Uh, she's now had a, a stent fitted in one of her blocked arteries and is making a recovery. Uh, there have been a few jokes going around about her overdoing it in the frenzy of camp activities. Um, is that camp in the sort of sort of sense or in the... Um, again, like I say, the puns come thick and heavy. Uh, yesterday, the woman was said to be recovering on a cardiac ward, and she's expected to what, return to the festival for the last day to really just get her money's worth. That Bible has contacted the festival organisers for comment. A statement from the ambulance service said, West Midlands Ambulance Service can confirm that it was called to a field in, sh- in Shuttlefast Lane, Malvern. An ambulance, a paramedic officer, and a Midlands Air Ambulance from Strensham attended. Ambulance crowd found a woman in a serious condition who quickly deteriorated as they arrived on scene. They worked quickly as a team uh, to administer advanced life support to the woman who was in cardiac arrest before she was taken to hospital by land ambulance on blue lights to Worcestershire Royal Hospital for further emergency treatment. Uh, The site's location is a closely guarded secret and ticket holders paid 170 quid for a couple of tickets. And we're only told 48 hours before the festival got underway. Drone footage from Friday revealed preparations were underway at the site. It was clear to see that some kind of red double-decker party bus and a gazebo covering several double beds in place. There were hammocks dotted around as well as four poster beds and marquees. A post on the festival website said, This three-day event will be working alongside all lifestyle groups, including LGBT communities, to ensure we deliver a fun and entertaining event for all. There will be a full entertainment program to include old favourites from previous years. So that like old favourites in a sort of sexual term. What's that, just like missionary sex? It's an old favourite, isn't it? Just a hand job. The simple hand job. An old favourite. You know, we're not getting into, you know, into modern day pursuits of pegging, figging, and eating ass. 
Just simple, old-fashioned favourites, like a good, vigorous hand job. <laughs> you know, just from a forgotten time. Oh, misty-eyed memories of, you know, when a simple, vigorous hand job was enough. Hmm. Wish we could go back. Uh, there have also been demand. Uh, we we have demanded the return by guests as well as a vibrant and eclectic mix of live music and experienced DJs and comedy. I could do both of those, comedy in the loosest sense of the term. But I can I I'm, I can DJ. I that I definitely can do. We have luxury showers, showers and toilets available. And for those self catering this year, we also have washing up facilities. Please do not use the sinks to wash your cocks. Okay, fair enough. No matter how grubby and stinky they get. Cool, man. Um, f- local resident, Sylvia Hartley. I'm sure she's going to... Um, oh, she says she's got no problem with the fest coming to her town. The 40-year-old said, I'm not bothered by what they do inside the festival as long as they don't... As, as long as they don't leave it. But I suppose... What? Oh, as long as they don't leave the festival. But I suppose, why would they? The festival was here last year and no one seemed to have any problems. It's just people having sex in the open air like we did in the 70s. There are far more unhealthy pursuits people can do. Uh, If I wasn't in a committed relationship, I'd be tempted to go along myself. You old Sylvia Hartley. You old sauce pot. God bless you. God bless you. Uh, right, here's a track by Tenchu. It's called Lenny Carlson. A lovely name for a drum and bass record. Synthwave vibe. Joel Olson, that's the guy, the mega church guy. Bye, uh.
Don't believe Robin. A, he's not really a communist, and B, he immediately re-entered the Discord under an assumed name. <laughs> Uh, Joe is also back in, but I think I'll ban him this afternoon just for fun. Big Paddy Duffield on Facebook. Good to have you, brother. Ten seconds of this. Come on, Tenshu. Come on, Lely Carlson. I believe in you. Oh yes. Oh that that really is the ticket. Oh good stuff. Oh, no giganti for God's sake. Just please calm your freaking horses. And um, guys, uh, UK brewery collaborate. UK breweries collaborate to make seven point two percent cannabis IPA. Yep, damn right. Uh, Jake Massey reports. If you like cannabis and IPA, then good news. You can now enjoy both and have a spare hand. <sighs> Speciality Cannabis Craft Beer Brewery, Green Times Brewing, has partnered with Leeds-based Northern Monk to bring us a 7.2% uh, IPA containing cannabis oil. And just the thought of it makes me want to fall asleep. Yeah, it's pretty boring. <laughs> <laughs> the aptly named uh, Green Heathen contains 10 milligrams of the legal and highly popular supplement, supplement uh, CBD, also known as snake oil. Uh, it launches today, Friday 5th of July, across the UK, and is described as having a soft, resinous, tropical flavours. Resinous? A soft, resinous, tropical flavour. Um, oh, no, back there. Uh, it's made with a broad-spectrum CBD oil, too, meaning it's jam-packed with a range of naturally occurring uh, terpenoids, terpenoids, cannabinoids, and flavonoids, which sound absolutely delicious. I'm sure you will agree, my fellow humanoid. Sure do, Jake Massey. I agree with everything you say. Beyond being delicious, the brewer also claims that beer could be good for you. Probably isn't, though. Sort of. They say that CBD boosts liver functions. Well, do you think that would balance out the negative effect of the alcohol on your liver? The 7.2% of the alcohol. You think the magic CBD pixie dust? 
the, <laughs> the wonderful world of make-believe will balance it out. Maybe. Maybe it will. Maybe not. Maybe it's just booze, isn't it? Maybe it's just a cunning marketing ploy to suck in people that vape and have beards and drink IPAs and go on about CBD oil. Anyway, um, <laughs> all my favourite things. Um, beyond be- Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they say CBD boosts liver function. They say... They say it cures AIDS. Literally, some fucking lunatics on... I saw that on somewhere on YouTube. Where was it? Can't remember off the top of my head. Some absolute loon saying that CBD cures AIDS. It's like... Christ. Um, which, uh, anyway, they say CBD boosts your liver function, which enables you to process alcohol more effectively and subsequently come away from your session with less of a hangover. Right, is that how it works, is it? Uh, CBD is also known to have anti-inflammatory effects, which could aid your recovery too. Except, of course, that alcohol is a massive inflammatory. So, what are we doing here, guys? Green Times Brewing and CBD Ultra MD, Carl Boone. Booney! Describes cannabis-infused beer as the perfect partnership. Bet he fucking does. Right, yeah. Man who invented thing says it's great. Okay. He said, we are honoured to be collaborating with Northern Monk on the second cannabis beer in our series. Uh, For more than 10,000 years, both beer and cannabis have been used to enhance both health and mood. Beer often used to enhance health, yes, okay. Uh, And so a cannabis-infused beer really is a perfect partnership. He said, honking on his comedy oversized vape, and then before toddling off on his micro-scooter. Northern Monk is also a well-respected brewery with global reach, and we really like their ethos of collaborating with other businesses to help strengthen the North for positive change. Uh, we're very proud of Green Heathen, and based on this, they really fucking love this shit, don't they? They're not just like, hey, we did a bit of fun beer, we put CBD in the beer, <laughs> what will we do next? Anyway, drink it, 7.2%, you'll have a riot. Like, we are so proud of not only our beer, but also of ourselves. We really have been giving ourselves a massive pat on the back here, because as everybody knows, CBD is a panacea that will not only cure any ailment, but also solve world hunger, conflict in the Middle East, and really is going to bloody well sort out that whole Israel-Palestine situation. They just need to all get on the CBD, and within two weeks, it'll all be sorted. Just if only someone could go over there with a bloody tanker full of CBD and just douse them all in it. Anyway, and we're just so proud of ourselves that we came up with the incredible world-changing idea of putting some CBD oil in an IPA to perfectly combine two parts of the same market. We're very proud of Green Heathen, and based on the success of High Flyer, we expect this beer to fly off the shelves. Founder of uh, Northern Monk, Russell Bizet, also seemed pretty delighted with the groundbreaking brew. He said, We always aim to be progressive in our approach to brewing, and we believe that CBD has real, tangible health benefits. <laughs> yeah, he's not going to go... <laughs> he's not really going to go, Hey, so they approached me with the idea of putting CBD in it, and as far as I can tell, who fucking knows what it does? But people seem pretty keen on it right now, especially Instagram influencers, and that Joe Rogan is always on about it. So, fuck it. Why not put it in a brew? 
A collaboration with Green Times Brewing gave us the opportunity to brew a groundbreaking beer. Above all, we really enjoy creating twists on our core beers and pushing the boundaries. All right, Jesus, you're not reinventing the wheel. You've made a novelty beer. God's sake, you haven't made a perpetual motion machine. We have really, really managed to push the boundaries of sustainable energy, and we have now found a perpetual motion machine that runs on those pecking birds with the water thing in the back, like Homer Simpson had in that episode where he wears the moo and we are going to solve the energy crisis. And we're really proud of ourselves. Really? You've solved the energy crisis? No, we put some ganja in a beer. Do you want to buy it? 7.2%. Okay, I told you the rest of this show is going downhill. I did warn you, guys. Look, I don't want anyone here under false illusions that they think they're going to get some sort of highbrow, like, oh, they're actually going to get some news sustenance from this. It's not like... I'm, I'm not reading stuff out of the week. You know, I'm not reading you the extracts from the Financial Times, guys. Chatting shit about articles in a lab bible, yeah? Okay, just, I don't want anyone here under false pretenses. Good. <sighs> anyway, Uncle Fatty, the obese monkey, missing after falling off the wagon. Oh, no. Can't take this. Not not fat Uncle Fatty. F- fat cunt <laughs> an obese monkey it became a cult figure due to a massive his massive size uh has been missing for five months uh yeah he's dead isn't he come on look at jesus look at the size of that fat bastard wow jesus he went to a weight loss camp yeah oh dear well yeah he he fat and he I'm sure if I should be fat shaming a monkey, but you know, whatever, whatever he's a monkey, can't hear me, and he's probably dead anyway. The primate, nicknamed Uncle Fatty, is feared dead after not being seen since February 26th, when environmentalists lost track of him in Bangkok, Thailand. It ballooned to twice the average size of a long-tailed macaque, at £33, pounds after tourists visiting uh, Kun Kala Monument kept on feeding him high-calorie food and drink. Fuck tourists, man. Scumbags. Concerned animal workers sent Uncle Fatty, 20, to a weight loss camp in 2017 to try and get him to shed the pounds. What a waste of time. No offence. I know, like, he's a wild monkey, yeah? Why are you sending... Why are you spending resources sending a wild, overweight monkey to a fat camp? And Look, I, apologies if this seems in some way heartless of me. Like, I like the geezer. I'd hang out with him. I'd go to the pub. I'd drink this CBD beer with him. Sure, he seems like a chill dude, yeah? But, I don't know, like, Thai taxpayers' money, probably, or, or someone has donated mo- Look, actually, you know, I think about it, that is the sort of bollocks I'd donate money towards, you know? Maybe it is. Um, <laughs> so anyway, they sent him to a weight loss camp in 2017 to try and get him to shed the pounds, but he fell off the wagon when he returned home. He's a monkey! He doesn't understand. He can't... You can't try and control a monkey using human ideals. He doesn't understand. He's a wild animal. He thinks if there's food there, I should eat it now because it might not be there tomorrow. I should eat it all. And look at him. He's got corn on the cob. He's got pineapples. I don't know what that is. It's some sort of boxed juice drink. And he's a state. He's got it all over his fat gut. He is a mess. He kind of looks like one of those neck bearders. No. Um, we love Monkey Club president um, 
Kavinafat Chat. Okay, uh, said monkey specialists had told him they thought Uncle Fatty was dead. <laughs> Poor Uncle Fatty. Press F to pay respects. He said, they told me that when monkeys know, know that they are very weak, they will isolate themselves and won't let any monkeys or anyone see them dying. He might have died of old age because Uncle Fatty had already lived beyond the average age. He's already lived beyond the average age. He is really overweight. Why are you wasting your time sending him to, I, I don't know who is at this fat camp, maybe Mr. Motivator, maybe Arnold Schwarzenegger. I don't know. Wouldn't surprise me if it was either of them. Wouldn't surprise me if it was both. They're there. They're motivating him. They got him on a treadmill. They've got some motivational music going on in the background. You've got a, I don't know, there's got a bloody Joe Rogan up talking to C.T. Fletcher or something on the screens. Like, they got him running. They got him doing burpees. Trying to get him on a, got him on all the CBD. Yeah, CBD cures fat monkeys. I don't know if you knew that, but anyway, it does. It's not actual evidence for it, but it's scientific fact. Uh, they're going to continue to look for the monkey and waste more time, uh, who lived longer than the average for his speeches. Well, maybe all monkeys should be fat then, if he's going li- they live longer when they're, when they're huge, great, giant fat asses. I don't know. He added, our staff always saw him sitting in front of the monument every time they came to feed the pack. But one day, he was gone. We thought that he would just, he, that he was just sick and might have gone into a deep forest to heal himself with some CBD oil. <laughs> he decided to search there the following week, uh, but we still couldn't find him. Yeah, he dead. He a dead fat monkey now. Sorry, guys. I'm um, I'm sorry for your loss, but he did. Okay, he did. He lived a rich life. He did what he loved, and that was eating and getting fat and sitting about the place. <laughs> And he, he, you know, he had a decent innings. Like, pfft, just let fat monkeys lie. Guys, okay, good. Glad we've had this conversation. Uh, this is called Miss Foxy. It's by Giganti. It's on Viper. Of I Hopes. Yeah. 
what she is. Coming up at 11, our boy Parallax with the roll call, bringing the biggins for an hour. Not not biggins, not Christopher Biggins, big uns, big chowns. I know what she is. Right, yep, just killed that one, didn't I? Straight away, poof, bam, gigante. It's uh, called Miss Foxy. It's on Viper. It's out now. Fine, look, guys, I'm not saying that CBD doesn't have any applications. All I'm saying is that that yoga teacher on Instagram that says it cures piles and it can allow you to speak to aliens, it's probably not to be believed. It's all I'm saying, guys. It's all I'm saying. Anyway, uh, talking of aliens, uh, over 120,000 alien hunters are planning to storm Area 51 to discover the truth. Wow. Okay. The X-Files, the X-Files. Um, over 120,000 people have pledged to meet up and storm Area 51 in the Nevada desert to try and find evidence of alien contact. The audacious plan is set for the 20th of September, 2019, at 3am, and is being organised through Facebook. Those taking part will meet at Area 51 Alien Centre in Amaragosa Valley, Nevada, and then proceed to Area 51, a classified remote part of the US Air Force Edwards Air Force Base. Uh, now, far be it from us to be cynical of such a plan, but the fact that Facebook group... Propo- <laughs> but the fact that the Facebook group proposing the event is called shit posting because I'm in shambles <laughs> gives us some cause of concern um, nevertheless at the time of writing 129,000 people have indicated that they'll be taking part in storm area 51 they can't stop us all <laughs> there's one going round for Berghain as well storm the Berghain they can't stop us all <laughs> uh, that's hilarious uh, and further, 163,000 just said they're interested. It's a good ratio. Clearly not one to sweat the finer details of such a daring attempt. The group's organisers have outlined the approach thus. Uh, 
if we Naratu run, if we Naratu run, we can move faster than their bullets. Naratu run. Let's see them aliens. <laughs> That's the spirit. Uh, Naratu running is a meme inspired by an anime character called Naruto. 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 Uh, uh, Uzumaki, who has a distinctive running style. Dodging bullets is something that needs to be considered because last time someone tried to speed past the site, he was shot. In January, a man carrying an unidentified cylindrical object was shot by the local sheriff's office and Nevada National Security Site, NNSS, officers are after attempting to drive into the site. Whether or not the response will be the same and thousands of aliens, alien enthusiasts turn up and try to gain access remains to be seen. Um, you'd be kind of gutted if you set up that Facebook event for a laugh, gets way out of hand, and then a whole load of people do turn up and storm the gates and all get shot and killed. That would be uh, shitposting go wrong. Shitposting going wrong. Um, however, given the nature of the group... We're, we're going to chalk this one up to internet trolling on a grand scale rather than any legitimate attempt to gain access to the mysterious Area 51. Okay, they've got a poll here. It says, has the Earth been visited by aliens? Um, yes, and the proof is in Area 51. Yes. 78% yes on that one, guys. That's a good one. Um, oh, shit, look what we got here. Now five arrested after someone saw saw ad for a legal rave on Facebook and told the cops. Have I ever find them? Fucking knocks, man. A dance party in a field was shut down after someone saw an advert for it on Facebook and told the police. Police seized sound equipment uh, and arrested five men following a tip off on Saturday evening about the illegal rave in Norfolk. What piece of shit you'd have to be to tip off the police about a rave. One absolute piece of human dog dirt. When officers arrived, more than 600 people were at the event in Massingham Heath near Grimston, Kings Lynn. Uh, you're in Partridge country there, aren't you? Additional resources, including specially trained police support units, arrived on Sunday, disrupting the event at 3.45pm. Three men, aged 25, 28 and 31, have been arrested in connection with organising the rave, while two other men, aged 20 and 33, were arrested on the scene on suspicion of drug driving. Oopsie. All five remain in police custody where they will be questioned. Chief Constable Nick Davidson said, A significant policing operation was held today to ensure the event was disrupted and closed down safely, while securing evidence with a view to prosecuting organisers. What a fucking waste of time. Jesus Christ, really? That's how you're spending police resources, is it? Knife crime epidemic, and you're shutting down and arresting raves. Arresting rave organisers. Pathetic. The actions uh, taken today fall in line with our robust approach to tackling such events. You pieces of shit. Raves, not uncommon at this time of year, can be very disruptive to local residents and landowners, while the presence of hundreds of people and vehicles can have a detrimental impact on the environment. Right, eh? Jesus Christ. A lot of, um, a lot of rave promoters actually clear up after themselves because then, you know, they don't get a bad rap. We can do it again. Oh, well, that's made me annoyed. But, you know, shame to leave things on down up. Look, guys, Jesus, yeah, it's Tuesday. Not quite a hump day, but we will be tomorrow, okay? So don't worry. 
And coming up in two minutes is Parallax with Roll Call. So if you're listening on Facey B or YouTube or Twatch, uh, please head over to threshold.fm basically right now, okay, to listen to an hour of absolute freaking shoe throwers from our boy Parallax. He's good boy. He doesn't get the respect he deserves. Well, maybe I think he just deserves a lot more respect than it's legitimately possible to give someone on a online radio station. But I don't know. Guys, thank you very much to everyone that's on the VIP list, everyone that's supporting Threshold financially through Patreon, through the YouTube Super Chat, through PayPal donations. You're fine, fantastic, wonderful beasts, and I love you dearly. It's Greg Cornford, Oliver Hooper, Tom Ryan. Reese Musson, Squidgy Beats, Parsons, Paulie Hutton, Kieran R, Michael Kaczynski, Matthew Tompkins, Dave Long, Joel Potter, Cole Murphy, Sam Howard, Tony J, Richard Patterson, Tom Cam, Stephen Harris, Matthew Boulard, Jerome Van Thunderbuck, Mike Pye, Lily, Unsub, Richard Franks, Thomas Hallcho, Ryder, Andrew Heischelbeck, John Fiddleson, BDR Crew, Peter Blatchford, Austin Grief Cooper, Gandhi Lightfield, James Parry, Hendo Bartendo, Lady Scrivington, Nina the Menace Underwood, Dan Fucking Morris, Guy with no STDs, James uh, uh, MC, Josh Williams, Rob Humphrey, Shibby T, Coco Shiva, Dan from Tyron Wilmore, Mr. Poke. Mr. Pope, Dark Progressive, Sightrance, Superior Drum Bass, Nicholas Lawsey, Chris Breaks the Bill, Chris Abartheson, Onion Bass, Lee, D, Lee Fuller, D, Daniel Jeremy Flaxis, Matt Wright, Grant Sullivan. Um, taking those names out has really fucked me over. <laughs> Tom Robinson, Dab, Smash Up, Connor Smythe, Kevin Kaiser, Chris Shaw, Mr. Happy, the German Trance Overlord of DB, Ranking Makes Up for Ripping Vocal, Sightrance under the Alias Cosmic Wolf, Give Me Call, Tony Mode, Paul Badana, Meatloaf, Nick Brock, Mustang, Philly, Sean Simpson, Robin Card, Sam House, Hugh Dan, Sarah Hunt, The Hitchmuffs, L Tech, Will A, Ben Vogel, Den Tweed, Lipe Salazar, Big Wodge, My Hill, Mighty Danny, Nick Fleming, Carl Lewis, Gordon and Liz, Kyle Williams, Tom Skipper, Unfortunately, it's George DC, Anthony Sharp, and Claudio Love Schmidt. Thank you. You find beasts for supporting. You are helping me to do this every day. I could not do it without you. If you want to support the show, just head on over to threshold.fm and go to donate and all the information you could possibly need is there. There's lots of fun bonuses and exciting things that you get for supporting the show. And you will basically get my undying love and you maybe one day will even get the respect of your friends and family. You never know. You never know. Guys, I'll see you tomorrow. I will be back at 10am tomorrow morning. Until then, remember that I love you and I will see you then. God bless you. Goodbye.